0: Breaking up with someone is never enjoyable, divorcing someone, never enjoyable. But what can you expect from a narcissist after a breakup, after a divorce? That's what we're talking about today QueenBeing.com. Let's get started. <laughs> My name is Angie Atkinson and on this channel, I offer free daily video coaching to help you discover, understand and overcome narcissistic abuse in toxic relationships. I like to call it toxic relationship rehab. Does that sound good to you? If so, hit that subscribe button and let's get going. When you go through a breakup or a divorce of any type with any person, it's devastating. There are lots of different reasons it can happen, but when we're talking about a narcissist, it's a whole other thing. Standard breakup advice, standard divorce tips, they don't work with narcissists because narcissists are not standard people. So obviously when a normal relationship ends, the parties go their separate ways, they may have a little fight here and there, but they figure out how to move on and various types of advice can help them. Counselors, therapists, these things, they can get through it. It's not easy for anybody, but when we're talking about dealing with a narcissist, it's a whole other ball of wax because with a narcissist a lot of times you think everything's fine and then boom, it's over. With the narcissist, sometimes you won't even know that you broke up until after the fact and then of course there are those narcissists who spend their entire relationships Telling you they're going to leave you even if it takes them 30 years to do it, right? In a Relationship with the narcissist everything's always about the narcissist, isn't it? It's confusing. It's exhausting and when you finally get it together and you get the hell out of there or Unfortunately, they leave you either way you start feeling like oh my gosh I'm finally gonna be able to take the steps I need to really get my life in order and make it what I want it to be, right? But no, narcissists don't allow that to happen not very easily anyway. So look, I realize this is kind of an exciting or upsetting time depending on whether you left or they left you, but it's also a dangerous time because while you can certainly begin your life over again and really get things to become what you want them to be, it's also really important to be aware and to prepare for the things that might be coming down the road when you break up with or divorce a narcissist. Like I said, all breakups are hard, all divorces suck, but This kind I really think is the hardest because in addition to the normal ups and downs of divorce or breakups, you're dealing with an emotional manipulator. You're dealing with someone who absolutely has no qualms about breaking your heart, stomping on your feelings again and again and again and shocking you almost every time. But here's the good news my friend, if you take the time to understand how all that works, understand the patterns, understand the behaviors and know what to expect. You might get through it a little easier and that's what this video is about today. So let's just dig right in, shall we? What are the things that narcissists do after breakups? Number one, they hoover. Yeah, that's right. Narcissists love to suck you back in and you're thinking, well, they don't even want me. They made it real clear to me or they're already doing this or that idea. Doesn't matter. They're going to suck you back in. Even if they've moved on, they've gotten remarried or they're dating a new person now, they will still hoover you for years if you allow them to. So they're going to do whatever they can to pull you back into their drama and if you have been previously romantically involved with them, back into their bed. Oh yeah, it happens. Number 2, you're going to have to worry about obsessing. Now, this is going to happen on your end. Of course, you're going to obsess about, what could I've done better? What can I change? What could I do better next time? How do I watch for the red flags and da da da. You're going to you're going to go through that. But the narcissist is going to obsess about you. What? Yeah, that's what's going to happen usually right before the Hoover phase or right before the smear campaign, see? So what's going to happen and that's number three actually, the smear campaign, we'll get to that. What's going to happen is the narcissist is going to tell a lot of stories to try to get your, to try to get sympathy and attention and often in order to bring in a new supply, whether it's another romantic partner or it's a parent or it's a friend or it's someone else. They're going to need someone else to get their supply from now that they've left you or you've left them. That's why number three, they run the smear campaign. So my advice here is don't sit around and focus too long on analyzing the narcissist's behavior. Don't focus too long on letting the narcissist be connected to you after the breakup because the more access you give them, the less likely they are to go away and move on. So number three, smear campaigns. This is where they walk around and they tell everybody they know what a horrible person you are and how you hurt them, and, and often they project their own bad behaviors onto you. So if they were cheating, they tell everybody you were cheating. If they were beating the crap out of you every day, they tell everybody you were beating the crap out of them every day. And this goes on and on, people start to believe the narcissist and pretty soon you know who your real friends are because your real friends would never believe those things about you. But strangers and people who are acquaintances and sometimes people you thought were your friends will believe the narcissist and take the narcissist side and that my friend is rough stuff. But it happens and I guess on the positive side, at least you know who your real friends are, number four kind of goes along with the smear campaign. And it's that narcissists don't go quietly, right? So they're gonna smear campaign you and then they're gonna tell everybody everybody who will listen and They're gonna gameplay you. Okay, they're gonna do everything they can to really impact your life in a negative way most of the time they will abuse you to the point where your psychological wounds become increasingly serious. It's common and and sometimes it's it's worse. Sometimes they go so far as to physically abuse you where they didn't before. So be aware of this and keep yourself safe. Don't be afraid to call the police if if they show up at your house in the middle of the night or something. This brings me to number five narcissists are all about winning. Okay, they don't care if your kids are negatively affected. They don't care if they lose everything in the process. They just want to win the relationship. They need to be validated. They need to be proven right. They'll fight you for custody even if they don't want the kids. They will try to keep the house even if they know they don't want the house. They're just gonna move out of it or they're gonna sell it. The truth of what really happened between the two of you will only come out of your mouth if it comes out of anyone's because the narcissist cannot ever even admit the truth to him or herself. You have to remember narcissists, they have no empathy, so they don't care how they're making you feel and above all they just want to win and as always, they don't give a crap about the consequences for their own behavior because they don't accept responsibility. Narcissists are going to do their very best to make you play the game with them. This brings me to number six, narcissists want to keep playing the game and they're gonna do everything they can to suck you into it. So it does not matter how the breakup happened, it doesn't matter where the divorce came from, it doesn't matter if they literally left you for another person or if you literally walked in on them having sex with your best friend on your bed in your house, it doesn't matter because they will be like, I'm the victim. They will walk around telling everyone, like I said in number two smear camp or number three smear campaigning. That's how they roll. They will say things to you like, why are you doing this to me? And inevitably you will be the one wearing the big red blame sticker. Of course, anytime you try to address any issues you think to yourself, okay, well, maybe we can work it out. Maybe they understand now, you know, you you try to address those issues and the narcissist inevitably will flip it all back around, do the narcissistic flip on you. And within moments or seconds of that conversation, as soon as they begin to feel uncomfortable, they start pointing out things that are wrong with you. You become the problem, and then they have you, they they, they say things to you like, well, I'll do that if you promise that you will never ever again, you know, leave trash in the kitchen or whatever. They start picking at tiny things and pulling you apart and looking for ways to make it about them being being the victim and not you. And their flying monkeys sometimes, especially those willing flying monkeys, will come in with them on this and play this game. This is seen a lot of times with a narcissistic mother. When a narcissistic mother has a golden child and the golden child gets married and is a narcissist, this, this type of dynamic is often seen with the two of them ganging up on the victim or the supply during the divorce. So Anybody having any, any experience with that? Let me know in the comments below. I'm thinking of one particular person right now who's one of our well was one of our spam members. I think she's still around the channel here and um I talked to her often off and on, and she was telling me basically she's in hell, and her mother in law is essentially allowing the narcissist she, the mother in law is enabling the narcissist and actively helping to abuse this woman and her daughter. It's messed up, but it happens. So if you have experience with that, let us know in the comments below and let us know how you dealt with it. But listen, no matter what happens, don't let yourself get wrapped up in that crap again because once they get you back in, they will hold on so tight, you won't even know what to do with yourself. If you get out of a narcissistic relationship, stay out if at all possible. Number seven, narcissists do their very best to make the divorce process or the breakup process as long and painful as possible. So what you have to understand is, that if you're going through the divorce or you're going through a breakup and there are any legal issues to iron out whether it has to do with a shared home, shared children, anything like that, finances, they're going to make it hard, they're going to make it stretchy, they're going to make it last as long as possible, they will probably refuse to settle, they will almost definitely refuse to negotiate on a reasonable level, especially when you're going through the divorce part of things or, or when there are children and property involved in a breakup, you got to keep in mind, narcissists only care about winning. They don't care about who they hurt in the process, they don't see room for negotiation and the truth is that even if you're not married and you don't have property or children together, they're still going to play games with you throughout the whole process. Can you relate to that? Let me know in the comments. Bottom line is, it can take years to heal after a relationship with a narcissist. Narcissists are incredibly lacking in empathy, they have no empathy. A couple things you can do, have a good support system in place Subscribe to this channel. These videos are free and I do a free daily video coaching session, group coaching session every morning, Monday through Friday and twice on Tuesday. Subscribe and come join us. Uh, join SPAN. You can go to queenbeing.com slash SPAN to join SPAN. It's free. It's confidential. Full of an amazing group of sur- survivors and very well maintained. We have an amazing team of 16 admins. are on top of that stuff. So there's not a bunch of spam and there's not a bunch of crap in the group and everybody's supportive and loving. It's a great little spanily as we like to call it. Also, you can subscribe to QueenBeing.com for free um, articles and resources on narcissism and narcissistic abuse recovery. And then finally, you know, connect with people in your real life. Have a good support system in place. If you don't have one in real life, pop on over to Span and join. Pop on over to my morning chats and join. You will find one. And The strength that you gain there will will help you to move forward in your real life and the support is Amazing support my friend Whatever you do do not engage with the narcissist about anything You don't have to engage with the narcissist about after the breakup So that means engage with them about legal issues shared property and children That's about it only engage with them on a very professional level do not allow them to get under your skin emotionally keep it gray rock where you don't show them any emotion and you don't allow them to see anything but a straight face from you. No super happy, no sad, no angry because any time you give them even this much of your emotion, they're gonna take it and they're gonna twist it and they're gonna use it to hurt you. They enjoy it. They're like vampires sucking all of the happy energy away from you and turning it into negative mud that they want to spew all over the place. Life is is just too short to allow this to be the rest of your life, my friend. None of us are getting any younger. You deserve better and that narcissist does not deserve you. You are not the crazy one here, despite what that narcissist wants you to think. So just be careful, make sound judgments regarding the narcissist. Don't jump too fast into any decision. If they ask you for a, you know, for a, for a ruling or a decision on something, say, I'll get back to you on that and take some time to think about it when they're not pressuring you. Don't sign anything without talking to an attorney or a trusted, knowledgeable person first and just keep your head on straight. You will get through this. It will get better. I promise you it gets a little bit better every single day. Stay strong, my friend. I feel your pain. All right. That's all I've got for you right now. Thanks so much for being a part of my day and a part of my life and hey, thanks for letting me be a part of yours. It really does mean a lot to me. I'll see you soon. It's my mission to teach others what I know to be true. You really can create the life you want.